Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome back into the one, the only, the unrelated at birth podcast. We are here. I am back. The quack attack is back at full strength, Jack. You've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, coming to you at the top of the state of Alabama in the Unrelated at Birth podcast studio. And as always, I have brought along my friend, Adam Russell. That's it? What's going on, man? (laughs) (laughs) No phenomenal brother all the way from the... All right, the phenomenal brother. If, if you're okay. if you're up in the unrelated at birth podcast studio, I'm going to call. I'm going to pull a Rush Limbaugh and I'll say that I'm down in the Southern Command. That, that works. The unrelated at birth Southern Command. You've got you've got Baby Yoda Mando mm-hmm. looking at you. I do. The bear is looking at you. One of only uh, 32 that they made, and it's signed by the artist too. By the way, Baby Yoda looks a little little um, freaky. Why in that? I, I I mean, he's got big eyes. Yeah, you can't really see it in this light. He's actually got some iris inside of his eye a little mm-hmm. bit that makes it a little less freaky when you look at it in the light. It looks really kind of big and black and vacant, you know, but. Okay. Kind of like okay. Dave's soul. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I was at the beach <laughs> and, and, you know, fun, fun times. Sure. So, so what happened last week uh, while I was gone? I, I, I hear... That uh, that you and and it sounded like Vance said that it was a perfect show because I wasn't on it. Is that is that what happened? Vance Vance came out with that opinion. I had no influence in that whatsoever. That was a straight take just from him. I mean, so. you did talk about footy on on the show when I wasn't here. Sure. Is that why? Why just mentioned up, it? People need stuff up, to do. Why bring up that crap when? When you can talk about a beach trip, I agree. A beach trip would be better than that, but the person at the beach wasn't here to talk about it. Well, I tried. We tried. We tried very hard, but it, uh, you know, we just couldn't do it. Hey, we do have a question from the audience. We do. Can, can, can you can you answer said question? Read it to me, and I'll answer it. Adam has a local business restaurant owner in my office today that said something like 9,000 restaurants in Orlando have closed of like 14,000. Lots of people leaving because of no work in or at Disney or Orlando or whatever. I, I have not heard that statistic. Um, that's interesting if that's true. Um, now I think with, with Disney reopening, Universal reopening, we'll have to see how folks travel again. Um but I would honestly guess that a lot of those restaurants, um, how do I say this nicely? I don't want to offend anybody in the food business, 
but a lot of the restaurants see around here seem to be, Hey, I want to make money, you know, and it only takes one bad downturn like this to really flesh out the wheat from the chaff. And I think that, uh, a lot of those were probably going to fail soon anyway, if I had to guess, but really, I don't, I have not heard that step. Well, honestly, you, you think about what Orlando is. You know, we've talked about this before. You've got Kissimmee, St. Cloud, Incorpor incorporated Orange County, Windermere, Winter Garden, Winter Park. Orlando is a huge, huge area. And if all of those restaurants had enough business during the downturn to stay afloat, I really seriously doubt that. So right. the ones that were probably not already not popular to begin with probably felt it more so. But, uh, but no, I, I would, you know, my dad commented below, you know, the two pass holder preview days filled in five minutes. You felt that pain yourself. You know, the park pass stuff sold out fast. And I, th okay. I think the problem is getting the volume of people that we had before. You know, yeah. there's definitely demand for the theme parks, but there's not, you know, 250 million people a year coming through here this year like there normally is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I do want to ask, do, do you know anybody that got any of those pass holder previews? I know uh, two of them. I, do, well, did, okay, so they are going? They are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know two of them too, apparently because, uh, <laughs> well, they didn't mention anything. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I honestly only know three pass holders that I talked to and have gotten any feedback from, and that's you and my parents. So, yeah. Well, I mean, as people can see from what I'm about to post see, sitting behind me, um, we all need to just suck it up and, uh, do oh, we're we going there. We're going there first, huh? Yeah, we're going there first. Okay. Wear your freaking mask. We're going here first because this is an important thing. Um, we're going on a time where Alabama's cases are rising, Florida's cases are rising, all of the places that people want to do things, cases are rising. There, To me, there's only one way to get rid of this. Well, there's two ways. One, stay at home. Yeah. Or two, when you go out, this hand, right here. Yeah, there you go. Wear, wear a mask. Yeah, I um, I, I'm just amazed at this year and how divided everything seems to be. There's always like two sides to everything, and you're either on one or you're on the other. And this is one where I think you and I disagree with a lot of folks who fall on our same political spectrum on on this topic. Um, yep. Because I still see a lot of folks, and, and I think the problem with it is, is not necessarily even whether or not you wear a mask. It's the reactions we have to each other when we do or don't. Right. You know, we say be kind to each other at the end of every show, right? And you see people who don't wear a mask telling the ones who do that they're a bunch of sheep and they're uneducated and masks don't work and you're going to asphyxiate from carbon dioxide poisoning and, you know, all of this stuff. But then the people who wear the mask tell the ones who don't, you're uneducated and you know, you don't care about other people and it always has to become so personal, you know, yeah. when, yeah, wearing a mask is a very personal thing and it's a personal decision, but it's not about me. It's about everybody else I come into contact with. Cause, cause I could be, I could be, um, asymptomatic right now. You could be asymptomatic right now. Neither one of us would know it, but we could potentially still, in fact, you know, and it, it, we're, th we should be thankful right now and, and I'll shut up and let you say your piece, but we should be thankful right now that the the R naught right now, the transmission factor right now is even in Florida only one point four, yeah, and that means that every person is only infecting one point four other people, which now, is shocking. Which is shocking to me, but what that proves though is that a lot of these spikes are due to a very specific cause. 
It's 25 to 34 year olds when the bars reopened, all going out and acting like they're invincible and that their lives are the only ones that matter. But now, no offense to anybody in those ages, but but that's exactly where we find ourselves. And you and I have talked on this show about it a few times of the younger generation, like all younger generations do, worrying mainly about themselves. And we all have to look beyond that. And the mask is about looking beyond that. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Ellie, you're wearing a green shirt. That's funny. <laughs> you can't see yourself. Um, but so I, so first off, Chrissy, Chrissy has asked a question. Uh, why have, has mass turned political? I, I don't know why mass has turned political. Pause this for a second. Ellie wants to say hello. Talk the mic is right here. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Ellie. All right. Good night. Mommy says, tell her good night and send her back. So good night. I love you. Love you. All right. Go. All right. So we, let's back back to Chrissy's question here. Uh, why have masks turned political? That's a good question. They shouldn't shouldn't be. Ellie, turn the light on. They shouldn't be political. But who knows? Because the problem I'm having is I'm seeing more conservative Christians, Bible-believing Christians, who are belligerent about not wearing a mask. They believe that their freedoms are being infringed on. People believe that, that I, I, have, I don't know what it is, but it's the, it's the mostly GOP diehard people are saying, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to wear a mask and you can't make me dadgummit. Well, and you know what? They have a point. I mean, other than other than a, a true executive order or something from the federal government, you really can't, in theory, make anybody do it. And there's a there's a point to be made there. But it's the it's the wrong hill to die on. Right. It's and the Mike wrong has, place to plant your flag. Yeah. Mike has a great, great point here. He says, I think mask is a good idea. But the problem is the government. You can't trust the government. It's changing all the time. You have some medical experts that say yes. And then some say no. He works in healthcare, and I know doctors that argue about this, yep. medical doctors. So I honestly believe people don't know what they believe. Now, in his job as hospice chaplain, he wears a mask and gloves. That's just his opinion. But I think it falls into, you know, what it, what is the harm? Right. And out, outside of the argument I've heard people make, people that we know personally that, you know, you get carbon dioxide poisoning if you wear a mask, that type of thing. Outside of that type of argument, what is the harm? If you really believe that wearing a mask is is going to, and I've I've seen people post on Facebook that they want you to wear a mask now so that they can make you do all kinds of things later because they're trying to see how much they can make you do. So here's Man. my thing. But here's my thing. The the person that posted that is a Trump supporter. And if you believe that the federal and state governments of this country are being allowed to make you wear something so that eventually they can make you do more than that, why are we going to reelect a dude? Let that happen. Right. But at the same time, everybody's like, well, if we elect Biden, that's what's going to happen. It's happening now. If you're telling me right now that, the, and to Mike's point, you can't trust the government, that's very true. But if you can't trust the government, why are we going to get four more years of this? Yeah, that's Why are we going to keep putting ourselves through this again and again? And the problem is, I know it's both parties and you're going to get the same thing either way. But, it, but for me, the mask is what is the problem with it other than I'm being made to do something I don't like to do. And so what ends up happening is the way the Democrats have perceived the right now is you have a petulant child in the white house and a bunch of his followers are now acting like petulant children about wearing a mask that, right. that, and, and it, it's a trap 
that they didn't even have to set. We said it. Everybody just walked right into it, willingly walked right into it and said, we must reopen everything and we've got to do all this stuff. And I'm not wearing a mask and life's going to go back to normal. And we walked right into it and they said, okay, here. Yeah. And, and when we're in a situation now where red States are seeing the spike and blue States are seeing it down. Well, guess what? Guess what folks? Here's what happens when blue States were seeing the spikes and red States were down. That was the first wave. Now the second wave is the red States the wave that's only five months away from the election, which do you think is going to stick around in the news cycle longer than what happened three months ago or what's happened right now? So we've reopened and allowed the second wave to happen now in the red states. I think we're, we're still in the first wave. Right to Trump. All right. Nobody knows. That's the, really the problem at the end of the day. We didn't right. have sufficient testing up front. Nobody really did. And so we don't know. The peak could have been, they, they estimate 10 times as many people had this in the United States of America than we know about. That's 26 million people. I think I, I had think it. You had it. I still want to go get antibody tested, but that they estimate that 26 million Americans have had this. If 20, if we just now have the right testing capabilities and we're seeing 40 to 50,000 a day, right? Mm-hmm. What was the peak back in February, January? Much, much higher to get 26 million people infected. Right. So this may not even be that bad compared to what it was. This may not even be a blip on the radar compared to what it was back in February or March in reality. Right. But we, we'll never know because we didn't have testing back then. And that's the problem. No one really cares what it was back then. They're just looking at the data now. And, and I think you and I have had this point. We've talked about this on text over we have. pretty much till we're blue in the face. The data that we're getting, you have to go and and dig to find that data. You do. Because I'm seeing, you know, we're seeing number of cases. That's number of cases total. We're not seeing people who have gotten better, people who have gotten, you know, have gone in the hospital, people that are on ICU or in ICU, people who have gotten out of ICU, off the ventilator, all that fun stuff. But somebody please give us some actual data to say this is going up, this is going down, this is, I don't know. I mean, exactly. The, the problem yeah. is the, the CDC doesn't want to say they don't know, but really looking at the tests, they don't know. Yeah. I had a, there was an interesting Facebook conversation going back and forth among some people that uh, I used to be in industrial engineering with at Disney. And they were all complaining about the same thing we've been talking about, that we wish we could just get a data set. Yep. Right. By the way, Chrissy, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. That swine flu. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something they've identified that potentially could be a pandemic if it ever jumped to humans, but it hasn't been proven to jump to humans yet. So. Well, if anyone let's, knows let's, what can let's happen. Put that one, let's put that one on the shelf with murder hornets for now. Chrissy works for 4-H. So she knows what she knows I'm about sure. pigs. I'm sure. So, so I think the thing about masks is, um, like I was saying with that conversation, is we wish that there was a data set. Just, to, just give me the data. I'll go analyze it. You know, give, yeah. give me just raw data. We'll go analyze it. And I think there needs to be a groundswell of some pretty smart people that need to just go get the data and tell us what the true story is. Like, like 538 popped up. I don't know if you, you know, 538, the whole polling, like probability website for elections right. and stuff. They came around because they got polling data and they were trying to predict the presidential election. It's time for somebody to do that now with this and yep. get raw data and go from there. But here's the thing about masks. And I'll get off my soapbox with this is IMHE has had a model out there for a while with projections that has been questionable at best. It overshot. I mean, that was one of the ones that were saying 600,000 people in, in April were going to die. 
Right. Didn't hit, didn't even get anywhere near that. Thank God we should be celebrating some of this stuff, right? It's still bad overall, but compared to when we said 2 million people were going to die, not a problem. Right? right. So the, um, what they're projecting for the, um, the, the country is between now and October the 1st have 175,000 total deaths as of October the 1st. So about 40,000 ish more people, right? Yeah. For the state of Florida between now and then, we could save 6,000 people in just the state of Florida alone based on their projections. If everybody wore masks. Really? So if you don't, if you don't want to wear a mask, if you think you're too macho to do it, or you think you're weak or that it shows that you don't have faith in God or whatever your reason is for not wearing a mask. Think about this, go forward in time and get a list of the last 6,000 people to die from this between now and October the 1st. Let's go forward in time. I want you to write a letter to every one of those 6,000 people's family and explain to them, why you didn't think it was right to wear a mask. Cause those are the people that need it. Just like Dave's picture right there. Those are the people that you need to go tell not me on Facebook, not anybody else, but between now and then if 13,000 people died, the last 6,000, those are the people you need to explain to why you couldn't take the time to put on a mask when you went to the grocery store, yeah, because they would have been people. saved if you would have worn a mask, if those yeah. projections are true. Now we don't know if they would be saved, but there's a higher probability that they would be saved. Well, yeah. I mean, if you it, based off the projections, if everybody wears a mask, it would save six thousand lives in the state of Florida alone. Those yeah. are the people that you need to go explain why you wouldn't wear a mask. Yeah. So, and on a side note and a happier note, Chrissy says she had a lady bring her a potato today and wanted to know why it tasted like hay. Chrissy, I, I have to know. Type it in the comments. We'll talk about it here in a minute, but. Did did you have an answer for her? And what was said answer? I would like to know. So this is a conversation we had while we were at the beach. Uh, we're buying a uh, half cow from a, a friend of uh, of Amanda's, What's and we the didn't know half dog. Well, someone else is buying. Is it like a minotaur? Half. Yes, it is. But so we didn't know what kind of cow it was. Amanda pulled up a picture of, of this guy's farm. And Christy said, oh, that's that's a Hereford or that's no. She said, actually, she said that was. Uh, oh, what was it? It was uh, really good beef. Oh, crap. What's the name of the cow, Chrissy? You'll have to tell me in the. Oh, wow. She actually knew the answer. Potato. Potato tuber. Uh, OK, great. Uh, Angus. We're getting a half an Angus beef. Black Angus. See there? There. She she told me immediately and ends up. She actually knows this guy that we're getting the, uh, the cow from. <laughs> I agree with what my dad said. The question should be is, how does she know what hay tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Somewhere, Kevin one. said, someone asked her a while back if they can grow earthworms. Sure, I, mean, just, I, I mean, just buy a bag of earthworm seeds and just go to town. Just, just let it rain because, you know, earthworms always show up when it rains. Grab, right? grab a hooey stick and stick it in the ground. A hooey stick? A hooey stick. What's a hooey stick? You've never seen a hooey stick? No. I'll have to, I'll have to bust mine out next week. Um, it's it's a it's a long stick that's got um, notches cut in it. And then you take another stick and you you cut all the bark off of it and smooth it out. And you rub the stick over one end and it makes a propeller spin. And you can make it go both ways. But where that originated was if you stick that in the ground and you rub those ridges with another piece of wood, it'll actually make earthworms come up. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, look. Chrissy is yelling at her husband. Isn't that fun? 
That is fun. Uh, Kevin, I can't put what you, you, you said something. And then your dad, <laughs> Adam, your get a hold of your father. I can He's my dad. I've it's powdered butt syndrome. Once your parents have powdered your butt, they're your parents and you can't control them. <laughs> you know All right. Bef- before we get into the beach talk, I think this is a great time to, to transition with a question. We're so going the exact time. opposite order of what we talked in the pre-show, by the way. We are. I'm sorry. No, we're, I, we're riffing. I love it. We're doing this on the fly. Or, or as uh, Chris, or no, it's a, what's the guy's name? Fox News. We'll do it live. O'Reilly. That's it. All right. Bill O'Reilly. Yep. All right. So it is now time for Virgil asking a question. Uh, here's this week's uh, question. We have all been amazed with the SpaceX program and the Starlink satellite night sky show. I especially like the landing of the Stage 1 rockets. Absolutely amazing. But my question is, what happens to the second stage? So, let's be honest. We're not all enjoying SpaceX because some of our company um, are losing (laughs) to SpaceX. Um, I'm enjoying... You know what? You know what? I have to say, Dave, uh, SpaceX just does it right. You know, um, when you try to make a reservation over at Boeing, their IT department just fails. And I think that SpaceX by far is just making Boeing look silly out in the marketplace. And I think that the customers of Boeing are much more satisfied than those of, of SpaceX. And I think they're just doing a much better job. And I don't know why any, I think as soon as Boeing creates a new venture that people would buy into that's something similar to SpaceX, I think it's going to blow the pants off of anything. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, Dave's on another podcast where um, Disney and Universal are compared quite often, so I'm giving him a taste of his own medicine. But let's be honest. I'm the one that goes to bat for Disney IT on top of the world. It's true. So you you cannot get mad at me. Oh, I'm not mad at you. I just enjoy it. I just okay. enjoy being able to say that out loud because I know eventually it'll make its way back to and, other ears. And and let's just be honest too. That wasn't me that went random. That was Adam that just went random. Which was that. the randomness. You were going off on a tangent about top of the world. We were supposed to be answering your dad. No, that question. was before that. That was before the question. That was randomness oh. before that. I know. So that was but, all you. Fine. So anyway, okay. the second stage. Yes. So the second stage, it goes in orbit. Now they, uh, right now it's going in orbit. They are now talking about finding a way to harness the the second stages. And uh, Kevin, I hate you. Uh, they're finding a way to harness those stages and bring them back down to reuse them. Uh, so, hey, Kevin, I, insert comment about Boeing's procurement agents here. Um. <laughs> So uh, oh what, I, I need to know what your dad's what your dad was getting at because I found two answers. One that they they go they're in orbit around the Earth right now, but two that they are going to try to bring those back out of orbit and reuse them for Mars uh, flights. That'd be great if they could get stage two back for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll ever be able to land it, but it would be great if they could do that. Yeah, but it's it, it it's cool, and I got to say, even though they are a a subpar company to Boeing, uh, which, by the way, Boeing did have some successful tests of the 737 MAX. So 
Boeing stock is going great now, thank goodness. The max is the max attack is back, Jack. It's always good to test a product after you've launched it. That's always good. Hey, that seems to work for Disney, doesn't it? <laughs> I kind of threw you a softball there, didn't I? <laughs> you yeah. really did. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, I, I think what SpaceX has done, getting America back in the the launching of, sure. of astronauts back into space game, it's cool. I wish that uh, that CCT cap Boeing was. I wish they were the first ones to do it, but I'm, I am glad that an American company is launching yeah. astronauts back into space. Well, you never know how this is going to go, man. You may be glad that you weren't first. I mean, you know, it's like they haven't gone through a whole mission yet. So yep. it, it is funny to me, the difference in the SpaceX Dragon capsule and Boeing's, what is it? The Starliner? Yep, Starliner. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is isn't one. Boeing's looks just like a fighter jet. And SpaceX looks like a, like Apple designed it. You know, it, it is so, their personalities just shine yeah. in the designs. It's amazing to see the difference. So your dad said they've been setting a date in the future to crash the uh, crash them into an area of the Indian Ocean. They even sent out warnings when it, when it is planned. Hmm, interesting. So it, it sounds like something they did back with Apollo and, and, and Mercury yeah. and all that, just crashing it into the ocean. Yeah. Once again, bringing back, hearkening back to the days of the original capsules and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... All right, so now we can go into the beach. Can I, can, before we go to the beach, really quick, I have to say, Mike, and I'm bringing this up because Mike's listening. He was privy to this conversation I had on Facebook the other day that uh, there are, are people in our circles that we run in that hold to the flat Earth theory. And I watched a I watched a SpaceX rocket go up today from our backyard, and I thought it was really funny that to to I like to 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 have an opposable mind about things where I may not fully believe or subscribe to other people's viewpoints, but I try to watch something and think if I subscribe to your worldview, what am I looking at? You know, and I sat there looking at that rocket launch today, thinking in that in these people's mindset, SpaceX just burned a millions of dollars worth of liquid oxygen to shoot something up in the sky to perpetuate a farce that space travel is possible. I mean, literally all of that was just a show if you subscribe to that theory. And it's just, it's relevant because it happened today, but I, um, it just fascinates me. It's yeah. fascinating. The different opinions people can have. It takes all kinds of people to make a world, doesn't it? Everybody is entitled to their own opinions, hmm. even if they're wrong. It's true. So anyway, anyway behind, the beach, please. behind me, you see Orange Beach. Looks white to me. Orange Beach. Why they call it orange, I will I will never know. I still don't know how my directions on these things. Orange <laughs> Beach. We stayed at Orange Beach a while back with Blair's parents. It's a really nice place. It is a nice place. It's very close to uh, Perdido Key, mm -hmm. right there near the Floribama. Um, it's it's right there on Gulf Shores Parkway. It's 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 really a, a nice little little area. It's the the first time I I actually stayed in Orange Beach. Nice. Uh, we usually stay in a, another location uh, near that area. I'm not going to say the name because you have your special place. <laughs> I will have my special place. There you go. There you go. Uh, I love how you tried to to call me out. <laughs> but oh well, here you go. Kevin says why it's it's Orange Beach. They used to grow oranges down there. Huh. The more you know. Anyway, uh, so. It was it was a fun beach trip. Went down there, uh, stayed at uh, a condo owned by the family of of Kevin and Chrissy Robertson, 
and it's Rob Erson, no T, Rob Erson. Um, went down there on Father's Day, got to go hang out with some friends, and uh, the 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 wives really treated us, uh, us husbands and fathers, to a really good day down at the beach. On Monday, we tried to do a dolphin cruise, but it was raining cats and dogs, so we could not do a dolphin cruise. Did dolphins uh, not like cats and dogs? Well, we don't like to go out when it's raining. Oh, okay. So the girls went to the beach after it rained a little bit. Kevin and I stayed back, took naps, watched TV. Did dad things. Did dad things. Did old man things, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, great relaxing vacation-type trip. Um, on Tuesday, we uh, woke up. Just piled around the house for a little bit. Uh, then decided to go do some deep sea fishing. I was all excited because it was a big boat. There was about sixty people on the boat. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, it was great. It was it was a big boat. Big boat. What's up, Joe Pat? Uh, old manager from AT and T just joined nice. to say hi. Um, but uh, so I get out there. I've done, I've deep sea fished before, but I was on a tiny, tiny little boat. About the third hour, I got just green sick, about as green as that water right there. Um, and, and I was throwing up. So I was, I was taking, I took two Dramamine. Kevin took two Dramamine. We were, we were ready. We were good to go. About five minutes into the trip, it got pretty, pretty choppy. Kevin's barfing the whole time. He goes into the, the deck. He's laying down. He doesn't even fish because the whole four hours he's sitting there four trying, hours. Oh trying to keep his lunch down. Um, and Kevin had already oh. taken two Dramamine. Keep that in mind. And they already told you, don't go inside the cabin. Because when you go inside the cabin, it uh, it's even worse. Were you wearing a mask or at least a gator? I wanted to, but remember what what uh, Taylor said: masks when they get wet don't do anything. You're not swimming. Well, we got pretty wet because the the spray. Yeah, a lot of spray, a lot of everything. Yeah. Kevin said, "We don't have Papa T money to get a little boat." <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, K Rob. Um, yeah, he said. So he was the first one to go in to puke, and then there's this other guy who. I think put Kevin to shame in up chucking. Wow. Like you would hear Kevin and then you'd hear this <laughs> throughout the whole, the, the whole boat. Um, I called a red snapper, but it, it was about 16 inches. Yeah. It, it was about that size. Yeah. You, you have to have it about two feet long to keep. And it was, it was right. <laughs> Chrissy, I thought the second dude was literally dying. Um, <laughs> You have to, it has to be a, a, a legit size to keep it. And yes, Chrissy, you caught a red snapper too. So I had a, a bet. Did she get to keep hers? No, hers was small mm -hmm. too. I had a bet with a uh, Ohio State fan. You know, I was wearing a Bama cap and he was wearing an Ohio State cap. And he said, all right, first one to catch a fish buys the beer or you know, the loser buys a beer when we get back to the dock. I reeled mine up and it's this little one. He says, that doesn't count. And he's the next one to reel one up, and his was shorter than mine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Chris, he says that guy sucked. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, 
but you know, it was a fun trip. We didn't catch anything. We didn't get to bring any fish home. We were we were hoping to catch dinner and and do a fish fry at the end because fried red snapper is really good. Yeah. Uh, but alas, we had to order Domino's on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Although Chrissy did introduce me to a pizza that I have gotten once since we've been back. It is thin crust. And instead of the marinara sauce, you do the Alfredo sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then chicken, and I put bacon on it. Oh, so it was, man. It was like a chicken Alfredo pizza. The only thing missing from that would be pineapple. Ooh, that sounds good. Yes. that Marco's over here has one that's that we get thin crust white sauce, chicken, bacon, and pineapple. That sounds really good. It is good. I need to, I need to grab some of that. Okay, I'll try that next time. There you go. Okay. So that was Tuesday. Wednesday, I don't know if we did much of anything. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was fun. We just piled around the house. It was just a, a good, relaxing trip. Thursday, no, okay, Wednesday was the day we did the uh, the dolphin cruise. Mm-hmm. So we get up there and and we do it. You know, it's just this little pontoon boat, and and a bunch of dolphins swim by, and it was it was cool. The same three dolphins swim by. It was a, a nursing pack. It was a, a nurse dolphin, a mama dolphin, and a young dolphin. So, you know, of course, Ellie and Harper was just loving that. Kevin said, babe, order that. Order order me that. I'll pick it up on the way home. <laughs> Starting a revolution in pineapple pizza, man. Viva la revolution! <laughs> Viva um, la pineapple! Viva la pineapple! And yes, pineapples do go on pizza. They do. I am all for that. Uh, so the Dolphin Cruise was great. It was actually Harper's first time on a boat. So I like, she like had a, first time ever, ever on That's a boat. Cool. She had a great time. It was it was fun. I thought it was going to be kind of stupid. Uh, although there was the, there was a little bathroom on the the little pontoon boat, and I had to go pee. and And as soon as I get in there, the guy says, "Don't flush toilet paper down." <laughs> it's like. I'm not doing that. Why you got to call me out? There was women going in this bathroom before I did. Why do you got to call me out on this? <laughs> what are you supposed to do with it, though? There's a little bucket right next to it, and you're supposed to write. Right. He kept and, repeating it. And then, and then I couldn't figure out how to flush the toilet. So I'm like, oh. hey, dude, how do you flush this thing? He said, oh, don't worry about it. I'll flush it in a minute. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was it was that kind of thing. Um, did, she did. Yes, Harper did have she was her on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat, mother. Okay, wait. Um, but so Wednesday, we then went and ate at, at Wolf's Bay. We were the oh. only ones in there, so that it was good food. Good. Uh, they had a really good bourbon drink. It was like a Sex on a Beach, but with bourbon. Hmm. It was so good, and they had something like shrimp. It was called shrimp nachos, but instead of nachos, it was pita. Like pita chips, like but it was actually real pita. They had like flash fr- flash fried. That's cool. Oh, dude, it was so good. They had this great shrimp sauce on it. Nice. Mm, that was good. And then Thursday, Chrissy and Ellie and Amanda all decide that they're going to go to the beach. And I said, okay, I'll drop you off at the beach. I'll uh, I'll drop you off, and then I'll come back and I'll take a nap. Well, first off, first off. We went to Paula Deen's and this is my second time to go to Paula Deen's, but I did mm-hmm. it for lunch. Yeah. And I, I thought I was eating responsibly 
<laughs> but I still had to be rolled out of that restaurant. I bet, man. I mean, whoo. What was it, Jer Jerry Klaus? Jerry Clower, you saw us there? <gasps> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had to. Uh, Kevin's Kevin's daughter uh, wore stretchy pants, and both Amanda and I said, "Yeah, that, that was a good idea." <laughs> <laughs> so we get back, and uh, and uh, and the, they the girls wanted to go to the beach. Kevin and I wanted to take a nap. I said, "All right, I'll drive you up to the beach. I'll pull into this little drop off spot." Yep. And then I'll pull out and I'll go to the beach and I'll go home, take a nap. And y'all call me when you're ready. There seemed to be a lot of that taking a nap stuff. Oh, well, dude, it's vacation. What do you expect? Well, I usually end up on the beach, but needless to say, I know you don't like it. I don't like sand. Yeah. And for those that have seen the unrelated of our Twitter and Facebook group, Look at Thursday of last week, and I'll say it again for those in the back. I don't like sand. And here's a perfect picture of why. <laughs> My truck got stuck in said sand. <sighs> I thought, okay, this is a big truck. It's a heavy-duty truck. I can power my way out of it. Not so much. No. I, I called and and I put in the little you know roadside assistance from State Farm. I'm still waiting on a call from them. Oh, so wow. So luckily, luckily, some people that got stuck there the year before said that uh, they they had a truck and they can help me. Well, their truck they did um, they put a tow rope. And they put a little fishing rope. Both of those snapped. A fishing rope? Well, it was it was it was a rope, one of those knotted ropes that you oh, use yeah. for yeah, fishing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Both of those snapped. So a guy from and that was another Ford. And then a guy from Mississippi pulled up. It was like a a, a Chevy Silverado, heavy duty, whatever. I mean, it was it was a big, big Chevy. Comes in here and says, you guys don't want me, the Chevy, to pull you out, do you? I said, actually, yeah, I don't care. Just pull me out. <laughs> he yeah. comes in there with a tow rope that's like two feet across, heavy-duty knotted, pulls me up in like two seconds. So I'm sitting on the beach, pour, drenching sweat, because I already am low on gas. So I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't just have I, – I can't just leave my car idling here. I walked back and forth to the condo two or three times just to go. Um, I mean, to do something. I was, I had to walk to get water. You're I at was the hot. beach. You're at the beach. I was hot. You're at I the beach. I don't like the beach. I don't like sand. Mm. It gets, it's coarse and it's rough. And now, it gets the, the, lesson, the lesson you should walk away from in this situation is whenever you're going to be within 20 yards of the beach. Don't go. Wear your swim trunks just in case, because you could have gone out in the ocean and had a blast, and then all oh, they pull you out, you go back to the condo. Instead, you're hoofing it back and forth to pass the time. I wouldn't have had fun. I would have been. You know how I get. <laughs> you know how I get, and, and I don't relax, and I get so 
uptight and my butthole gets about that tight because mm. you can't, you know, I'm so nervous. See, about even it. Kevin um, says that you could have come to the beach with us. See, that's what I'm telling you. But it's funny. Chrissy says that, that she agrees you're crazy and that you drove where you shouldn't have. And I, I look, brought that up when I looked at the picture. I'm like, did you actually drive on the beach? It's not Daytona. <laughs> I wanted to try to do it. <laughs> I have a truck. Just say so, it. Please just say it. Tell me, tell me that's the truth. Come on. You have no, a truck. You I have do. a truck and you wanted to go down and like sh- do the things that truck people do. I do. So Chrissy, <laughs> Chrissy and Aiden all have the uh, same opinion of me now. What's that? She thinks that I'm very um, addicted to my phone. She thinks? That's not an opinion. It is. <laughs> I am the social media manager for Unrelated Birth and Top of the World. I have to stay on top of our, our social medias. Mm. And no, Chrissy, that is not why I don't go to the beach. I don't go to the beach because I don't like sand. It's coarse and it's rough. And it gets and- all in your disc brakes. And the wheel rims and and I wish you could see my child's car seat right now. Oh, I bet. I think half of Orange Beach is in Harper's car seat. It so. happens. Yes, it does happen. It happens. And then <laughs> that night, and then that night, we thought, okay, we'll just we wanted Mexican, but it was a long line. So I thought, okay. We'll just Uber Eats, the Mexican restaurant, and it'll come up to us. It said it would get there about 8.30. So I was on the Adam Russell plan of eating food, eating it like bedtime. I don't eat at bedtime. I just don't eat at 4 o'clock, old man. I eat at dinner time. Uh, so I, I order from, it was the app called Waiter. We don't have Waiter in, in Huntsville. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. Chrissy, Chrissy says, don't forget about the bat. Tuesday morning, we woke up, and I'm sitting there kind of half asleep, hadn't had my full cup of coffee yet. And I look up in the ceiling, and there's this black spot. I'm like, Kevin, Chrissy, was that there last night? They say, no. Amanda walks out, rubs her eyes, looks up, says, that's a baby bat. There was a bat in the condo. Wow. It's a good thing you had an animal expert there with you. Well, Yes, but she had to call people who knew people. Oh, right. um, well, for a bat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, So, but I had had some, some previous experience with catching bats at our old house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Kevin and I, well, first off, the, her, Chrissy's friend said, uh, all right, look up in the attic, make sure there's no bats up there just roosting in the attic. Amanda didn't want to do it. Kevin and I were too big to, to get up on the ladder because there was a 215-pound weight limit to get on the, uh, the attic steps. We looked at, at, uh, at, at Kevin, Kevin Chrissy's daughter and said, Hey, Hey Maggie, you're up. And she said, wait, what? What? <laughs> so we, we handed her my wife, handed her Amanda's flashlight from her phone and said, uh, go on up that attic and see what's going on. She actually did it. She went up there. And uh, there were no other, nothing up there. So we were going to lunch or something. And, and we, we, uh, we said, well, we don't want the bats to start flying. So what we're going to do is we'll turn all the lights on in the condo. 
and and make it seem like it's daytime. And, and we come back and it's still sitting there. And, and both Chrissy and Amanda run to their rooms. And Kevin and I look at each other and say, what are we going to do? I go and grab the big fishing net that's in the, mm-hmm. the garage. And Kevin says, all right, what's the plan? I said, bat, net, outside. <laughs> he said, okay, how are you going to do that? I said, just follow me. <laughs> so I grabbed, and luckily this was a baby bat, so he didn't really know what was going on. I grabbed the daggum thing in the net, and I am start running to the, towards the door that he didn't expect. Like, Kevin, open the door! Open the door! <laughs> I, the, by this time, the bat's starting to wake up. So I'm, I'm moving the net like this, trying to keep him in the net. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I get outside and 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 dump the bat out, and the bat was safe. So once again, I saved my old house and the condo from bats. Wow. So you could just call me Bat Dad. Bat Dad, yeah. The Joker bat should call dad. you to help him with his bat problem. Exactly. Chrissy says I had no plan. You're wrong, Chrissy. I had a plan. Kevin <laughs> just didn't know what was what was going on. We winged it. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Kevin says, yeah. But um. Mm, I can't. Make wah, that. Wah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so that was the beach trip, and then oh the 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 Chinese the the Mexican food, we ordered it about seven thirty. It didn't get to the condo, which was a block away, until nine thirty. Wow. Yeah. So waiter app, I never will use you again. Unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had to uh, pre-tip the driver. Oh man! I know. I, I should have asked him. Hey, some of that ten bucks I gave you can can you refund me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. About nine ninety five of that. Wow. <laughs> so that was my beach trip in a nutshell. Nice. How did I get into this nutshell? Oh come on, that was Austin Powers. Oh no. This is me in a nutshell. How did I get into this nutshell? Mm. Come on, man. No, not a one of the One of the funniest movies of all time. No. No. Really? Top no. 10. Easily top no, 10. No, no, no. Top 10 comedies. Easily. We're going we're to save that one for another episode, man, because no. Yes. No, no. But you know what is not debatable, and it comes out this week? Oh. I can't wait. I'm actually off on Friday. Oh, I am too. And I am, we're going to the lake in Gunnersville, but I'm going to wake up at, I'm not going to go to sleep. 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock PM. I am going to turn on Disney plus and I am not going to, I'm not throwing away my shot. I'm not going to get any sleep. (laughs) I am not going to get any sleep. You know, I'm just like myself when I was in college. I'm not going to get any sleep. (laughs) Uh, So that is it, guys. Hamilton. Hey, Blair's here. Wait. Blair. How are you? joined us, finally. Blair, just walk into the room. You don't have to type. You can just walk (laughs) into Adam's room. Come on. Oh, so <laughs> your dad says, ask Kathy about Lake Gunnersville. Adam, yeah. what's the story about Lake I Gunnersville? I believe Lake Gunnersville was um, don't get out of the boat. I think that was it. Oh, 
Oh, so so dad, let me know in the comments. I think I think that was don't don't get out of the boat, right? Yeah. So um, so Chrissy says tell Adam about the story about Facebook. Chrissy was just texting me and said, Hey, uh, I was stalking Adam on Facebook and and I asked she said, I asked Kevin, does does Adam have a twin? She found Blair's Facebook profile and oh. saw your picture on Blair. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we went to Lake Gunnersville one year and I think I, I don't, I don't remember no lights. I'm not, hmm. I'm not remembering the story he wants me to tell. This is, this is completely anticlimactic. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, Hey, maybe put this the story be- in the comments and, and, or, or that could be the Virgil. Tell, maybe Virgil tells a story next time. Virgil tells a story. That's it. That's it. Youth groups there. Kathy and I had only flashlights. We were so popular. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was was Mike time. there too? I don't know if Mike was there or not. I do remember the power going out now. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know. Okay. But anyway, so anyway, are you going to be dressing up in period pieces to watch Hamilton? Because that would be cool. No, I'll be dressing up in pajama pieces. If I'm up that, that early. Um, Will you be singing along? uh, Probably so. Yes. Yeah. We've already, we've already got our plan of which, which sections we have to skip. Or do something with for the kids, but they already like self censor most of the songs because they listen to it a lot in the car, and so a lot of the words Blair goes <clears throat> or something like that over. So the kids do that now too. Yes. So uh, yeah, Blair saying yes, we will. Is she saying yes, we will dress up in period? No, pieces? yes, we will sing along. Okay, okay. Aiden does have an Alexander Hamilton costume though, if it still fits him. Oh yeah, just I mean you're just gonna be at home. Sure. I mean, right. just let him run, let him run around. Kevin says he's never seen it. Kevin, if oh. you need a Disney Plus password, holla at your boy because neither neither has Dave. Kevin, uh, now hold up. I've never seen it seen it in person. You've seen it though. Oh, I've watched YouTube, dude. Come on. Oh, YouTube doesn't count. Somebody sitting up in the stands with a phone or whatever it was doesn't count. I know. Well, okay, Chrissy. We know if if Kevin hasn't seen it, you pretty much we know you haven't seen it either. Yeah, um, thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Be nice. She's a new fan. <laughs> she's rated us already. And Be she's nice. actually agreed with me a heck of a lot. So I think I should, yeah, be nice. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I like this. You you, you and Chrissy should should not be agreeing. You, I'm Chrissy, or Kevin. Although Mike has started agreeing with me more than you. So that's okay. I mean, your high school friends agreeing with me, my high school friends agreeing with you. This is kind of. We've diverged. In our own I know, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We've melded into one person as always. <laughs> uh, but I, I am extremely excited about Hamilton coming out on the third. Yeah. I think that that this is what Disney Plus needs. We've already gotten pushback on Milan back in the theaters. Yep. Y'all just just put put it on Disney Plus. The only thing that Disney, Chrissy. Uh, the only thing that the Disney Plus needs to do now in my book is home improvement. Oh my gosh, dude. It is an it's ABC on, it entity. It's on Hulu. It's not it's anymore. Hulu. Really? It's well, not, maybe it's not because, because they want to pull it over, but that needs to be the one of the ones for sure. I would yep. binge watch the heck out of that. I would too. All right. Yep. So y'all, this is we have a lot of new listeners, a lot of new followers. Adam, let's end the show. 
I, we haven't told the story about the unrelated brothers, how they met in a long time. It's true. So why don't you, you tell it, man. We met at the University of Alabama. Roll tight. Your, roll tight. Your freshman, my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who was the mutual connection. Clarence. Was it Clarence? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say it was either Clarence or Willie. So I lived in Patey Hall in the engineering dorm or the engineering floor of Patey Hall. Mm-hmm. And Clarence was in the band with you. Yep. And, and it, well, it, well, technically it was Willie because Willie was up there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so through Clarence slash Willie slash anyone else, you know, that just happened to be mutual connection. Susie. Susie. Yeah, we met. Yeah. And ran together for a good bit in college, line dancing and <laughs> <laughs> bowling and where, where was it what was the name of the place we used to bowl was it leland lanes leland i was thinking lanes. about that place the other day man yeah it shut down the other day or a couple weeks ago did or, it really right before covid actually yeah but yeah we we um hung out a lot together and um had a brief respite after college just you know i moved and life started and then we caught back up after a while and started doing this show yep you know for what was it? Ten years. Adam refused to talk to me even when I started sending him face Facebook messages. Well, you know I don't reply to a lot of text and Facebook messages now. You know that's just me. Oh, now. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, so there, just what was it last week? I sent you like six or seven like good topics to talk about. The next morning, you woke up and said. Holy crap, let me catch up. <laughs> yeah, there's some nights where I just zonk out with the kids and Dave's like in full blast mode sometimes. I'm like, oh, hang on. Okay, well, let me get my coffee and then I'll well, so back, you know. So at least I'm not like you. I send my full thoughts in one blurb in oh, one I send text message. One sentence is <laughs> three texts, man. God, you will send like I, I will be on a meeting or something and can't look at my phone, and I know Adam's texting me. And I'll go down and I'll look and I have like 15 messages and it's all on one thought. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you having a self-conversation? Well, it's, it's mostly it's mostly if um if I'm going on a soapbox, then it's like one oh. word. Like I'll separate yeah. it and it's every word will be its own text, you know. Um, but yeah, that's me. <laughs> so Chrissy has a very this is a very good compliment coming from Chrissy. She we have kept her attention for over an hour, and she is right. That is extremely hard for her. That you know, Chrissy, that would make a great five star review on the Apple Podcast iTunes. app, just on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. They say, kept my attention for a full hour, and that's hard to do. So just- say I, I am ADD <laughs> to the max, and I go ooh squirrel, and, and and these guys kept my attention even though they talked about nothing. We got Kevin over here with two roads diverged in the woods, man. He's quoting poetry. What a night, man. This is this is what great. I love, look, these are our core fans, our core people. (laughs) This is what we do, why we do what we do. Yep. I mean, this is, Adam and I would be talking like this anyway. It's true. But we do this just because it's fun for us, but just to to see you guys enjoying it as as much as, as you, yes, Kevin, you've given us five stars, but write something. It helps when you write something too. Thank you. But anyway, uh, so if you haven't yet, please give us five stars in the Apple podcast, the uh, uh, Facebook, just our Facebook feed. Uh, Share it, like it, 
send it to some friends. Um, I know we've got some comments there. People have given us comments on that uh, and recommendations. Do that as well, please. Uh, the more we we see people, the more people see us, the more people can come in and enjoy us like like you guys do. We really, really do appreciate it. Christy says, Dave, you talk more tonight than I heard you all week. Um, I can't believe someone spent a week with me and said I didn't talk a lot. Yeah, I can't believe that either. <laughs> now, I will say this. Christy and Kevin saw me in full dad mode, not full Dave mode. So, dad... You, you guys need to come down for a Halloween Horror Nights weekend if you want to see full Dave mode. Yes. He is literally like, he is like the mayor of every queue we're in. <laughs> Universal talking to people and yeah. Chrissy. Now we do have people saying that Adam's great. Dave's just okay. Um, but yes, I, I am that guy. Like I will, I'll talk to the, I'll talk to a post. It's true. That's just, that's I've just, seen I him think, do that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you do because I'm going through Halloween Horror Nights, uh, you know, I'll know where a character is. Mm -hmm. and, oh, <laughs> okay. Squirrel moment. So the girls were outside on the balcony of the condo and all of a sudden Harper runs in and says, daddy, daddy. I got potty. I said, okay, well, go potty. I got a diaper. I said, okay, change your diaper and go potty. She runs in and then and then runs in the bathroom, hopping. I said, daddy, daddy, it's on my foot. Mm. She, she had a poop diaper. Yeah, I guess that. And and she stepped on said diaper. And I don't have a very strong stomach for that kind of smell. I um, I might have gagged for about so you, forty minutes straight. So you made it three, four hours on a boat rocking in the ocean, but you couldn't stand a poo foot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nice, pretty much. Oh, and by the way, speaking of horror nights, I have ordered a new magical candle company smell that will be in tomorrow. What is it? Called Horror Nights. Is it? Yeah. It's, so it is the Halloween Horror Nights smell. It's got a, that fog smell or whatever it is. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's cool. So that will be, and we might have Horror Nights this year. We might actually have it. They're, they're advertising for characters. Yeah. Or internal so, applications. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting though, because it was internal applications for haunted house attendance. That makes me wonder how many of the scares are going to be people versus like 55 inch displays in the wall and stuff like that. I hope it's not screens because that was the, um, the underwater thing. It was you're right. And that house was just boring. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I, I need some kind but, of Halloween yeah, Horror Nights. But. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, dude. It, it, once this pandemic is over, they will never do it that way again. So just to say you were there, you know. Yeah, but this is 30. This is HHN 30. This is supposed well, to be the big one. Call it 29.5 then. <laughs> if, if that's what they end up doing. I mean, but. I don't want to give my, my opinion on if you should wear a mask or not because that's what I got killed on on uh, – <laughs> oh, top yeah. of the world. Hey, can I say really quick before we close? Let, let, yeah. Let's close it out with this. To go back with masks, somebody on my Facebook feed just posted that in Alabama, one out of every nine people over the age of 65 that got it died. 
If that's not enough to wear a mask. Yep. And, and I know you might be out with your buddies at the bar and there are any 65 year old people there, but it's not that person. It's the next person down the line and then their grandmother. Right. If that's not a reason enough. Just do it. Just be uh, like Nike. I didn't mean to end on a down point, but I just thought no. that was an interesting stat. We're, we don't end on a down point of this show. We give out our socials. We give out our phone That's number. That's right. That's right. What What is our phone number, Mr. Russell? 650-UAB-SHOW. Dial it up on your phone. Spell it out on your keypad. You'll hear a quick message and then a beep. beep. Leave us a message after that beep, just like my dad does every week with his beep. question. And um, you can do it again. I know you want to one more time. You're going to, so just go ahead and do it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, no. You are. Okay. No. You sure? <laughs> yeah. <I'm sure. laughs> so, so leave us a message. We'll play it during the show. And see, I knew it was coming. That was that a boot, beep. not a beep. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll leave a message. We'll play it on the show. We'll discuss it. You will be part of the madness. So 650 UAB show. 650 UAB show. Okay, and, uh, and if you want to get us on the socials, we are. You'll see them below here. Where's our ticker, Adam? Oh my gosh, did I forget the ticker again? Where's our ticker? All right, hey, you I can have, add it too. I know. I don't. There's know the ticker. Okay. <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram, we are at Unrelated Birth, and on Twitter, we are at Not Related Bros. As you see on the ticker here, support us at Patreon.com/backslash Unrelated Birth. You can also go to our website www.unrelatedatbirth.com. I am at dadams419 on both Twitter and Instagram. He is at Runtide Run on both Twitter and Instagram. And this is a piece of turf from Legion Field from the 315. I would just say we're holding up random stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, what else do I have? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I, I can do you one better. I can do you one better. You ready? Yeah, do it. Hank Aaron signed baseball. Wow. That's my baseball. Gold-plated Disneyland carousel with Swarovski crystals. Swarovski elephant. <laughs> Hang on. 15-year castle from Disney World. Slap bracelet magic band that they don't sell anymore. <laughs> uh, Jefferson Cup from when I graduated college from Bob James when he was governor oh. of Alabama. Okay. Chrissy, did Adam run track in Alabama? Ha! ha! Well, I, ran, I ran half marathons after, but I did not run track at <laughs> Alabama. Why do you ask? I don't know. Interesting. She's probably stalking some more. Darth Vader magic band? <laughs> I have that one. Yeah. BB-8 Magic Band. Coffee mug. Fountain pen. Which if you don't write with a fountain pen, you should. Yeah. Amanda's Castle Magic Band. Oh, my gosh. How many Magic Bands do you have? Amanda's Mini with Bows Magic Band. Ellie's Bell Magic Band. Oh, she's asking because of uh, this has got to be fascinating for podcast land. Um, but she asked because <laughs> of my, my Twitter handle. So my Twitter handle being run tide run um, is because <laughs> is I ran half marathons and marathons for a while and have since retired from that life for the most part for now until I can um, get back into it. But um, but it was Same. running half marathons and things like that. And Kevin says that George Wallace was governor of Alabama when Dave graduated. So. Can we not talk about George Wallace at this uh, this time and age of, of history? 
But I think he's just <laughs> he's using it as a time reference. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. Kevin, you're older than I am. There you go. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama wasn't a state yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when when hey, when Adam graduated, Alexander Hamilton was still around. Um, but uh <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's the show. Uh, look, this has just been randomness, but I, I think it's fun. We, we've gotten back into our randomness, our, our fun podcast. Uh, there was a couple of of pretty uh, rough topics we had to talk about a lot, uh, and and there's going to be those. But then there's going to be these fun, just nothingness podcasts where we just have have a good time. Susie, I didn't, I didn't think you talking about the beach was that rough. No, it wasn't. Well, Kevin throwing up was pretty rough. Susie, hey, now, Adam and I aren't that old. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. Iron Sheik. Speaking of Susie, before I forget, I found this, and I think Susie is the one that gave it to me. And Susie, you're going to have to tell me or not. It is a Russian three-something bill that's laminated. I use it as a bookmark. You can see the hammer and sickle on the back. The machine. And I think Susie gave it to me because she took Russian in college, but... Let me know, Susie. I can't if I say if I say the machine, do you know what that means when we talk about uh, Russian? El Machino, Burt Kreischer, Burt Kreischer, Kreischer. He's a comedian. No. don't let you, don't let your kids watch it, but it's hilarious on Netflix. Is it anyway? Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. That's the show. That's the fun for the night. We love you guys. Uh, I said this earlier, but Ab and I would be doing this. We would just be talking like this on the phone. But the fact that you guys spend an hour now, an hour and 20 minutes sitting here and talking to us, hanging out with us every night, it, it's it's fun. So we we appreciate it. We we know this sounds corny, but we do love each and every one of you for sitting here talking with us. Um, we we would be doing this anyway. Hey, next week, my top of the world co-host, Terry Weaver, who is a very very, very good man in the podcast world. He is a uh, an entrepreneur. He helps people get their their entrepreneurship off the ground. Uh, he has another podcast called Making Elephants Fly. Um, he's going to be taking over Unrelated at Birth for our 50th episode, and we're flipping it around. He will be interviewing the golden voice of the South and the phenomenal brother. So it should be fun. It's going to be exciting. I have I have told him that we can't get into Disney day-to-day operations that much. I don't know if that will given given some of his <laughs> given given recent history that's probably a good thing. <laughs> I, I I don't I, I I have a feeling that that might come up. But sure. How do you impact day-to-day operations is a perfectly valid question, but I will be submitting a full list of all topics that I will and won't discuss (laughs) well in advance. (laughs) (laughs) And also a writer of what type of um, sparkling water I demand in my green room. I demand green M&Ms, just green green. M&Ms. There cannot be any blue. There cannot be any orange. I'll have some red. I can handle blue, but not orange. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right, Adam, take it home, sir. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to us for another week. We love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Be kind to each other. Wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, don't belittle the people that do and vice versa. That's where the be kind to each other comes in. So stay safe out there, guys, and we will catch you next week.